This is Analog Spectrum. Has anyone seen our induction invitation into the Podcast Hall of Fame? Oh, it must have gotten lost in the mail. As I'm sure you're aware, uh, probably because you clicked this podcast and a long list of other podcasts, this is part two of Doug and my Coast Guard Key West journey. Uh, Just a quick recap, the year is 1991, maybe it's 1992, and our fearless adventurers are living life in a tropical paradise defined by its insanity. They are currently considering one of their co-workers and companions who's about to head out into town on a two-day pass to enjoy a celebration of his 21st birthday. Also, as a recap and reminder, if you're easily upset or you're just looking for a reason to be offended, now would be a good time to turn off your favorite podcast app. Uh, Full transparency, this episode definitely dives a little deeper into the craziness that defined our time in the Keys, Uh, so there's that. Uh, Okay, warning over. Enjoy the rest of our stories. Let me interject real quick. Okay, okay just real quick, because uh, because Dave has Dave has an arc, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. He and does. so, and I think probably the thing with Dave is, uh, and and maybe we'll get into this a little bit more, but just to kind of like set it up, yeah, Dave. You know, you mentioned how he how he kind of spiraled. I just think he was the very the prototypical. Uh, you know, grew up in he didn't grow up in a small town. I know he grew up in Texas, so you know, say too much, but it, but it wasn't a small town. But it just suddenly like he was a a, a bird out of the nest, right? Yeah, and so. So things started to spiral, yes. right? And uh, and and I will tell you right now, he was one of our CDR clients. Yeah. And 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 we'll kind of get to that too. But yeah, he went anyways, off the hook fast. Yeah. yeah, he did. But but we just kind of wa- watched, and he was. A, I like Dave. Yeah, so do I. He it was, was great. I really did yeah, like hanging yeah, out with and, Dave. And, uh, but but we just watched. But 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 and also in the previous podcast, I mentioned. You know, we didn't we didn't indulge me and you in a lot of the Key West lifestyle. No. We just kind of watched things. From yeah. a distance, and we're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, Dave is that holy crap. He's one of those he holy was, crap yeah. guys. Oh, so anyway, yeah. twenty-one. So yeah, so he's he's turning twenty-one, and he puts in a chit to uh, to have the next day off or a couple of days off or something like that. Married too, by the way. <coughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and his wife was nice. I liked yeah. her too. Uh, anyway, so he, he put in a chit to have a couple of days off. Turned twenty-one, going to go down to Duval Street and all that stuff. And I counseled him because by now I was a Cedar at this point with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, Dave, just be careful, man, you know, because it's crazy down there. Oh no, I spent time down there. I know. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay. So, uh, oh shit, man. I I don't even remember that. That I think, yeah, sure, take the day off, take the two days off, whatever it was. And I don't remember how this this came to be, other than. He came, he came back into the galley a couple of days later. And uh, so, of course, I'm just asking, like, hey, how was your birthday, Dave? Oh, man. It was crazy. Like, what are you talking about? <coughs> Sorry. i got to get my breath for this one. <coughs> he, um, he shows me this picture of him standing behind Nina Hartley, who was a famous porn star at the time, mm-hmm. uh, smile on his face as Big as you could possibly get. She's sitting on a chair in front of him, legs spread wide open, nothing on but her birthday suit. And he's got his like, he's got his hand wrapped around, giving on his gang sign or something, or like the, the you know the devil fork thing with his fingers. Let's be clear, this Smiling. is pre, this is pre cell phone too. Oh yeah, this is this, no, this, this is a wait, Polaroid. This is a Polaroid. He paid for this. Yes, he paid twenty bucks or something for this photograph. Dude, I remember that. 
And I told Tony about it. And he's like, no way. So uh, sure enough, he comes over. Dave's bragging, man. He's showing this picture to all these people. And he ended up hanging it in his locker, didn't he? It's he the most up... graphically horrible picture I've ever seen, man. I was just like, but at the time. At the time. It was so funny, man. At the time, respect. Okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of yeah. like, because he, he, yeah, he got a picture with Nina Hartley yeah. in the nude. Yeah. And you're kind of like. What in yeah. the hell? Yeah. You know, it's so, not something that I would want to do, but it is a challenge in all and of itself. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so I guess I, she was, was down there yeah. at like a club yeah. or something. And he and was, he was he, all in, man. He was all in. Yeah. And, uh, but that's you know, kind of where it started with him. I think it started before that because he was drinking. Oh, yeah. He was drinking before oh, yeah. he was allowed to. But uh, I think once he got the license, uh, oh man, he, he, he was just. He was a compulsive person. He just did not have the ability to control himself. That was he was he was the epitome of what we're talking about. People go down yeah. there, and uh, and we we saw that with other people in the galley too, yeah. uh, and, and not just the galley. There were all people around Q, and, not, and it wasn't super common. But I think there's a lot of people that like using that term again indulged. You know, and overindulged. Yeah. There's a lot of people that overindulged. Yeah. And we'll talk more about those folks. Yeah. But, but uh, without, and just try to keep it, you know, light and humorous. It's hard yeah. sometimes, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, some of these people, they did just really destroy their lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We and, watched it in big ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but Dave, that thing. And then uh, there was just a lot, you know, and, and, uh, I, I always kind of described it. I just wasn't willing to sleep in the gutter. I just wasn't, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and most of my time there, you know, I did, I, you know, I went out and had a few drinks and, and enjoyed the, you know, enjoyed. But I think once you and I connected, I think we spent most of our time. Uh, I think we were both super busy, um, yeah. but we spent most of our time trying to avoid those traps for one. Right. But then uh, uh, when the when the Sega Genesis came out, that's all we ever did on our off time is play video games. We play video games, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, but uh, then we ended up like you're talking about just to kind of close Dave out, you know. Uh, we we you know because of everything that kind of played out with him, uh, we got him into treatment. The way treatment typically worked, he was diagnosed as, as uh, addictive, uh, yeah. uh, alcohol addiction. Uh, being alcoholic and so uh, he went into he, this is funny he went into uh, uh, treatment and treatment was typical inpatient treatment just like you see on intervention right right and uh, and when he came back he had like he was all in and that's the way Dave was yeah he had addictive personality yeah there so was absolutely he, no middle ground yeah so he, so he was all in with the whole his therapy yeah. and he actually like found religion religion and yeah. then he wasn't fun anymore yeah that's true that's certainly true yeah, yeah. he wasn't you know yeah. he suddenly was suddenly like all in and and uh, and uh, and God knows he probably isn't that way anymore. God yeah. knows, but uh, and there was other people like like there's there's other individuals you worked with, Greg yeah. being one of them, where uh, and I, and and there's things that aren't that aren't funny, you know. But there was people that that were down there that that worked and their their spouses like went off the rails, mm. and you know they and you know we didn't we didn't treat those people, we didn't treat the spouses yeah. tragically, but yeah. but but we you had people work together like that, and there was a and we get kind of bringing it back around to Greg. Uh, he ended up like moving in with that guy. Yeah. So he was married, but he had a, 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 I think it was an on and off again relationship with his wife. I think she threw him out and he came back, whatever, back and forth right. a few times, whatever. Um, stuff like that, I guess happens. But he, so he was, um, gosh, man, I, I don't even know a word to describe him. I don't think he was, he was crooked, but I don't think he was like maliciously crooked. So he was loaning people in the galley money out of the government safe <laughs> and just writing a piece of paper saying, I owe you. 
right? <laughs> right. So that's one half what? of the problem. The other half of the problem, he gave everybody the combination of the save. Yeah. So if you wanted to go in there and take your IOU out and not pay your money back, you could. Wasn't So what? we got audited, of course, and came up short. And I don't know. He found a way to cover it. I don't know if he just put the money out of his pocket or whatever, but he found a way to get around it because he, he never got in trouble for it. Wasn't there like, didn't you guys like buy like some this amazing food and that, oh yeah and that was from somehow that was crooked too yep that was greg pulling strings somehow in the background and yeah he was he was he was getting like stock trading deals and something from our from our rep from the right. food company and yeah there was stuff going i didn't know about some of that stuff you know i just i just kind of like yeah and, rumory type stuff and for people just curious <laughs> like, like ships it's super common for ships on friday to do like a seafood friday hmm. and uh you know and it depending on where you're at it could be it could be fish and chips or you know right. just be freaking in some places you know they have like lobster and right. steak and I, we, I was gonna even mention that back when you were talking about petaluma that was a big draw petaluma yes, was fish was, friday fish friday because yeah, it was they, a feast yeah it was insane it was yeah. like the the most impressive so the, yeah so the way that works is you get a you, you allocated a certain amount of money per person mm -hmm. that you're going to feed mm -hmm. right and uh when you're on a ship that's a static number because you got the same 212 people on the ship today as you had yesterday right right hopefully <laughs> uh but on the shore stations that that varies a lot because right. Tony working in the galley might decide that, oh, we have a conference and I'm going to invite all these guys back for lunch from the conference, right? right. And they're all coasties, so they're all allowed to eat in the galley, but now all of a sudden we've got five more mouths to feed. So it was always a challenge to to, to uh, predict your numbers correctly. Right. Well, I think one of the things that Greg was doing was he was, he was inflating the numbers that he was reporting by falsifying documents saying like okay so you had to sign in right when you came to eat food sign in yep tony here i am right and so he would just put a bunch of fake names on there and and so we would we're building up this extra amount of money and right. then he could do this throw on these big whatever feasts and, and spend all this extra money on food i just remember in, in i know basically that, defrauding the government yeah he was <laughs> and I, I just remember uh like i said i remember him living with a bunch of strippers. Yeah, so that's where it ended up. That's what I was going to say. So he was on again and off again with his wife. Yeah. She was a bartender downtown at Rick's, which is right across the street from Sloppy Joe's. Right. And she was pulling down one to $2,000 a night in tips. And this is back then, during spring break. And um, <clears throat> so she didn't need him. She did. She was fine on her own. And I actually kind of liked her. She was kind of crazy as well, but uh, she was very fun and friendly. Um, but when she finally booted him out, he started drinking a lot and then, um, didn't show up for work one day mm -hmm. and, uh, the chief's like, Hey man, you seen Greg's like, Nope. Beep him. Okay. Beep. No beep. Beep. No beep. And he said, all right, well go to his house. You know where he lives. Go to his house. See if he's dead or, you know, he's coming to work or whatever. So I go to his house and, and, um, I pull up and I get out of the car and I walk up and his door is a jar. Like the front door is a little bit of jar. I'm like, oh shit, this is like murder movie. I'm going to come into a blood stained scene. Mm -hmm. I swing the door open and there's a couple of naked, butt ass naked chicks sleeping. And I'm like, oh shit. And I go around to Greg's room. And I'm like, knock, knock, knock. Greg in there. Oh, and he's all hung over and shit. There's two naked chicks in his bag, all strippers. And I'm like. All right, buddy, you're you're living the life, man. I was thinking at the time, like you go, Greg. Right, but 
I just that was that was that was he, d- damaged. Yeah, yeah damaged I, don't, I, I don't remember. I, I just remember he, he he kind of faded out of existence for me. I don't. I, I'm sure he got orders. So. Yeah, I think what happened is the new chief that came in slowly started cleaning things up. Yeah, and and, and Greg got boring because Greg couldn't do all those crazy things that he used to do. Right, because he couldn't steal money and stuff. Yeah, so. that was that, that chief was Chad. Chad, yep. Yeah, and yep. I, the chief before him was Tim. Tim, yep, that's yeah, correct. And, and I liked Tim. Yep. I like, as a matter of fact, I like Tim. He more. was the old school guy. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, he was. Yes. Real by the book and everything, but also very nice and yeah, fair. Yeah, both those chiefs were great. Yeah, yeah. But Chad was, he was, he was, he was good awesome. Too. Yeah, he yeah. was a great guy. No, he was really guys, good to work they, for. They were, they were squared away. Yeah. They were both yeah. very squared yeah. away. You know, and uh, I think Tim was, was blind. He was so on the, on the retirement path. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. when Chad, man, he was he, he was a senior chief as well, and he was no fuck around. Yeah, yeah, he, he wanted shit to run right. Yeah, I remember both those guys. I can't believe I remember their names. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, me either, because I couldn't. Yeah, but uh, oh, and also by the way, uh, not the Laguerre, the Mohawk, just the FYI, Mohawk, the yes, Mohawk. The so, Mohawk. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. but yeah, so uh, so tell so, me tell me a story about the girl. Um, the oh gosh, I can't even remember. I, her name is on the tip of my tongue. She was one of our CDR clients that you she knocked on your door at two o'clock in the morning at some point. Oh god, I don't know if I want to tell that story. Tell it. I want to hear it. I, I remember. I know exactly who you're talking about. That yeah. was weird. Oh god, that's weird. So oh, here's no. the name that popped into don't my head. Don't say it. Don't here's say the it. name that popped in. This is not her name. No. Terry Gar. But that was. <laughs> It's close. Yeah. Okay. But, but Terry Gar was the the um, the chick. Oh God, I forgot about that. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Thanks for dragging that out of yeah. my freaking brain. Yeah. I was blocking that. That's not even a funny. That's well, just it's sad. Not funny. It's sad, but it's it, so it, sad. it illustrates yeah. the, the depth at which some of the some of the problems that we had to oh, deal man, with down you know, there. I had forgotten about her knocking at my door. Well, one thing about the uh, man, it's going to be hard for me to freaking go from there. Uh, the the one thing about it was uh, to kind of explain. You had the barracks on on uh, Key West right and it had been built but it couldn't house everybody uh but it was huge it was a big barracks mm-hmm. uh but uh but uh and so you had this uh you know you had a i don't, I don't even forget probably the master of arms i don't know what it was called but uh there was an office security security handled it mm-hmm. and and uh and security was run by like you know old boats and made or old warrant and a couple of boats and mates they handled the housing and the housing down there they there i ended up with like a very odd almost like a tree fort kind of house it was just a little dumpy duplex like i said it was, it was not a duplex it was four units but and then there was also like an apartment complex over near the beach i can't remember the name of the complex but uh but like every other damn coastie lived in that thing man mm. that's where greg a was cesspool, yeah. yeah yeah but it was newer mm-hmm. but 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 it was like you know mm. barracks that's barracks, where the wife swapping was happening all that kind of weird mm-hmm. stuff hey that was also happened on sigsby too by yes, the way true yeah yeah, that, was, yeah. That, i got stories about that that i'll probably not tell <laughs> but uh but anyway uh yeah so i had this house and there was this there was a uh non-rate and, and honestly if she's listening to this now i doubt it a really 100 percent if one of the seven people that listen to this yeah, uh, it happens to be her we got her treatment and and uh i felt like you know again being young and uh and she seemed to like be getting her life together yeah like she, she was, was she was going to be a success story for yeah us. she yeah. was a success story right yeah. and i think but, you i i had to i i think you were away or something and I had to do her check-ins because what happened basically was um, if you if you accepted treatment, all that, went through treatment, you had to check in with one of us on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, sometimes they, they made you take medication or whatever. Um, so we just checked in. She was in. on medication. Yeah, she was. I know she was. She was so, on medication. So, we, so yeah. when you, yeah, when you, when you came to the, the, the CDAR once a week or whatever, your, your, um, 
appointment was um, you had to check in and then we had to ask you all these questions. How's it going? Tell me, you got any problems? Have you fallen off the wagon? Uh, are you taking your medication? All that kind of, it was just basically just a check in, yeah. right? Like almost like a social worker type of deal or whatever. Yeah. But so um, you dealt with her the most, like 99% well, we were, of it. I, I, regrettably, but, I mean, again, yeah. professional, she, she was a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And but then, so, but then I do remember dealing with her a couple of times when you were on TAD or on a, on a case or something like that. Uh, and I remember having a really similar reaction to her from the way you described her. And that was that she was very charming and, and uh, very friendly and right. smart and all of these wonderful things. Right. But she was and she was on the mend, so to speak. She was dealing with her issues. Right. Which and, was great. Yes. And, and so she was she was she she turned it all around. Mm. And and uh, and uh, anyway, so she was moving to the point where she was going to go to a school. She was an on rate mm. and all that was kind of good. I don't think I don't think everything in her life was great. I remember. uh Anyway, so on one day she, you know, like it showed at my house at two o'clock in the morning and she was drunk mm-hmm. and she had fallen off the wagon and mm-hmm. you can't do that. Nope. Yep. And, but didn't, and so, she, didn't she have a big, she had a gash? Or, oh yeah, she did. She had, I said, God, you're remembering this great. I yeah, forgot about that I too. I, I want to say, uh, well, I, if I remember it, I, I wasn't there obviously, but. Oh, that's why, why she came to my house. She, yeah. Because yes. you were a medic oh, and God, she yeah. was like, that, had a huge knife wound in her back. She had been stabbed. Yeah. Yes, she had. God damn, I'd forgotten all about this. Yep. She had gotten stabbed, yep. and uh, and she went and she was drunk, and she wanted me to cover it up. Yeah, she wanted me to sew her up and and, and not say nothing, not say anything, yep. right? And I didn't do that. Yeah, no, you did yeah, not. No, no, I did. I sewed her up, but I yep. let the XO know, and we and we discharged her. Yep. Here's why. Here's what I, I struggle with on this show <laughs> is that uh, 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 man, I, I she, after that happened, she was like dead to me. Yeah. You know, but that was the wrong way to go. Yeah, well, I mean, you you, you have to compartmentalize to some degree, right? No, but I mean is that that uh, she did reach out to me. Yeah. And she was, yeah, a, a little bit, you know, and I was just like, nope. I was okay. like, nope. But I don't know why I was that way. I don't know yeah. why I was that way. I mean, as a, as a friend, I should have been yeah. more like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here to support you. I don't know, man, because I'm, I'm kind of that way with some, some of that as well. It's like, as far as I'm concerned, like the way I live my life, and, and it was the same back then. I remember having this attitude almost my entire life. Yeah. I will be your friend. I will I will bend over backwards to help you. I'll give you my stuff, whatever. I'm, right. I'm very generous, and I'll share, and I'll help, and all that. And if if you make a mistake, I'll forgive you, no problem. But if you screw me on purpose, we're done. Sure. I am just, I have zero, zero, zero tolerance for that. And I think that somewhere in your brain, that was, that was she she disappointed you because but, because she let herself down. Yes. But and I think the, but, you were rooting for her, right? Yes, but it was, she, was an, she was an addict. It was, yeah. it, there's nothing. Yeah, no, nothing, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that really, I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to say it wasn't her fault. I'm yeah. just going to say that that those things, people fall off the wagon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and I could have been a better friend. But and I think, I really yeah, no, that's, that yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree so, with that. But again, young kid, you yeah. know what the fuck. Yeah. I, I, I remember pushing back against her when she asked, reached out again. And at the time I was like, that's the way it is. Fuck her. Right. Yeah. But now uh, that is one of my regrets in life. Yeah. Is, not, is yeah. that I, is that, is that I, uh, I, uh, did that. You know what I mean? That I didn't, I didn't buy, but I had forgotten all about the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy stuff. Boy, you really freaking opened up something there. And yeah, sorry. Re- no, no, no. <laughs> okay. You, I'm guys, so you glad don't you hear did. from Tony for six months. No. He's in therapy. Dude, no, I'm glad. <laughs> I, you know, the regret was already there because I remember pushing back against her. Yeah. But the whole thing about her getting stabbed. But, uh, and on that stabbed note, 
uh, another story that was kind of now this is actually kind of funny who you keep that story in mind real quick and answer one question uh-huh. who was it was it that was it the tall kid who jumped off the dresser or was it somebody else who crashed their moped and smashed their face into a stop sign running from the cops oh it was it was the tall kid was it? It was yeah, the tall they were, kid. They, they rented yeah. a scooter. In Key West, you could rent scooters. To, I yeah. guess you rent Harleys nowadays. They call them like suicide bikes or something. Yeah, people people, people died like, on the same left and right. He probably ran a stop center or something stupid. Yeah. And the cops were chasing him. He was trying to get away. And like an, this guy was a doofus in every way, shape, or form. Yes, he was. And he, he was, crashed into a stop no, sign and smashed his face into the no, stop sign. No end to the entertainment. So, uh, no, it was, I'm pretty sure it was him. I, I, yeah, you know, I, I vaguely remember too, that. Yeah. 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 Again, n- nameless. Yeah. I can name any names, but there was another guy that we got treated. And then, and, and, uh, and if anybody knows anything and I kind of feel guilty that we're kind of knocking on people that have problems. No, I mean, this is a long time ago. It was, but, but again, and it was uh, part of our experience, right? And I will tell you right now, uh, you know, and, and just a, one little caveat, one little disclaimer. I understand that addiction is nothing to joke about. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's serious all right. Stuff. It, is, it is serious stuff. And, and any, but, but, uh, but also, you sometimes I can tell you definitely, and I mean this. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You know, as a medical provider, as an example, sometimes you find humor in situations because it is a self defense. It's your own defense. Yeah, it's sure. Your own, it's your way of coping mm-hmm. with things, right? Yeah. And there are lots of stories that we probably won't tell because it just isn't redeeming and yes. uh, and and all that kind of stuff. And it, and uh, I am kind of sensitive to people's. You know the, what people go through, but mm. but with that said, maybe one of the last stories about this is that there was this one individual who we got into therapy and the treatment, and uh, and again success story. You know he was kicking yep. right along, yep. and uh, and I come into the clinic one morning, and he's sitting there in the clinic, right, and uh, and he had really really kept that shit tucked in, mm-hmm. like he was off the deep end, and uh, and he had gotten involved in all kinds of things. But anyway, he was sitting there in my waiting room and somebody had cut his nose off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he literally, somebody had taken a razor and cut his nose off. It's like and he had Cuban it, gangster stuff. Exactly. And he had taped that shit back on with scotch tape. Oh, shit. <laughs> so anybody listening to this right now, uh, like if somebody cut your nose off, like what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, are you going to go to your corpsman yeah, at well, some little rinky-dink clinic in a Coast Guard mm-hmm. base? The reason he had done that was he was also on crack. Oh, and, shit. And so he was, he was cracked up, mm-hmm. nose off, scotch tape. So, nice. So I was like, uh, I was like oh, even even now, if that happened to me, okay, I would be like, be like I'm going to need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to compose myself. Exactly. Let me, let, me, uh, let me unpack this, figure some shit out. So... But uh, but there he is, and uh, and I remember like uh, and he's and he's just kind of like, can you sew my nose back on? And I'm kind of like, uh, I can't. <laughs> I, I look for one, like I've had people that have like you know a cut on their forehead, yeah. like like that maybe, and I'm, and I'm still kind of like, hey, you know, this is your face. I don't know if you want me to fuck yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. If it's, a, I'll be very honest with you. If it is a young woman, I won't touch a face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, but uh, I won't sew on a face. Yeah, I got him over to the crazy, hospital. Man. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. That, but that, but that was a Key West experience. You yeah. Know? 
there was one other guy we had, and we'll, I can't think of anything other than this, that there was a, we worked a lot to just get people, and there was dozens and dozens yeah, of people. Yeah, actually we got, just yeah, we got more care. mild. Yeah, yeah that we got care. But there's that one guy we had, and I swear to Jesus, we could not get that guy into care. He was pushing back. He was just... Yeah, he was dodging left and right. He was so dramatic. He got yeah. married. Uh, like, like we were like, okay, you're, you know, you were diagnosed. Here's your date. Yep, you're going, to, you're going to treatment. And we should send him to Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, we sent him to Norfolk. For treatment. Yeah, and, and it was... And Honestly, I don't know, but he did not want to go. He did not. And uh, he got married. You know, he's very dramatic. His his wife got pregnant. And this is all happening like in 72 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm married. My wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. She had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, geez. And I remember meeting with uh, with the XO and, you know, and, uh, and, and his supervisor. And the supervisor was this old salty warrant. Like it, he was like from Philadelphia. And he was like, uh, you know, every other word was like, fuck or shit out of mm-hmm. his mouth and uh i remember him in the we we're talking about uh, this guy and uh and uh this guy says i don't care you know this kid i'm not getting in the mud with him i'm not getting in the mud with this guy just get him in a treatment and i was like uh oh, i like that suppression don't get in the mud mm-hmm. okay i get it i know exactly what you're saying he's like if he doesn't go we kick him out and uh damn if he didn't go man we kick him out yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he did end up go for like a minute, mm. and he and he and he. He's not the guy who they had to land the plane for. Maybe what was that happen? Remember when he went to detox on the plane on the way, on the I, way to treatment? Might have been him. Yeah, I don't remember if it was him or it was the, it was the telephone tech guy that we booted out at nineteen no, was, and a half it was, years. It was the guy we're talking about now. Yeah, I just remember getting that. That uh, I don't. I don't think you called me. I think you came to the galley that that next day uh, and said, "Oh yeah, we finally got so and so into treatment." Yeah. And uh, we we got him on the airplane, and halfway up, they had to land emergency land the plane because he's going into detox. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like they landed in Georgia or some shit. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. And, and he didn't complete tra- therapy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that story though, that individual, the reason I even want to talk about that individual is, uh, and if if anybody does any research, this is maybe get us in trouble. I don't know, but uh, don't get me in trouble, Tony. Don't get me in trouble. I will just say that there was a. I'll, I'll leave it at this. There was a famous like mother. Killing her kids, okay, mm-hmm. like one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there, there was it was just one of those those uh, on the news, on the news, made TV shows about bit, it, you know, like whatever trial, last forty eight or something, yeah, trial of the century, yep. and uh, and uh, and so <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you could. Well, I don't know why this is funny, but I laugh because it's morbid. But it is, but but it, but. Uh, well, I, I know why it's funny. <laughs> I, I so because we but, knew but, this guy. But yeah, but I'm watching the news, and so I guess they they never could find the kids. They couldn't find the bodies. The remains. Right? Yeah, they couldn't find the remains. Okay, and 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 of course it was in Florida because everything's in yeah. fucking Florida, right? And so they find the remains. It's and, like ten or fifteen years later, right? No, no, no. This is kind of like in the years it was going on. Oh, I thought this was much later. No, this is like like oh, okay, like in okay. the year it was happening. Uh-huh. So. Uh, Somebody finds the remains, and I'm watching the news, and God damn it, if the guy that it's found the remains him. is that guy. Yep. Is that freaking guy. He's yep. on the fucking news, right? Yep. And this is pre kind of pre-social media, internet, all that kind of stuff. Right. Well, the internet was around, right? But I but I like send the news clip to Doug. I said, Doug, do you, you remember this guy, right? <laughs> and I swear, this is what makes me laugh, is uh, Doug like called me up and he goes, you know that guy killed those yeah, kids. Yeah, you know he did it. You know he did it. That was the guy, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't accidentally stumble oh, onto dude. it. It was just one of those things where like he found the remains and, and like he yeah. said he has his 15 minutes yeah. and, uh, and Doug it, was yeah, like, and, somehow and, he's involved. Yeah. Somehow dude, he's involved. Dozens and dozens of, of probably FBI agents searching and they can't yeah, find and this it. And this dude freaking, stumbles This guy it. basically yeah, right. trips over the bodies. Yeah. And, um, and, and also it, the whole thing, the whole trial anyway, was that freaking show trial fucking bullshit that like the, 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 it wasn't, it was it was obviously massively tragic, right. but the the and I'm not going to get into it because you got people Whatever, figure yeah. it out, right? Yeah. But but with that said, it it was just a show trial, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's the way this guy was. Yeah, that's the way this guy was. Yeah, they, it, yeah, there was some there was some people down there that were. Yes, man, I know. But I, let me tell one story. This I, I may have touched on this in one of our previous things, and I'm not sure. The thing I'm going to say about the whole Key West experience is that that. You know, there's moments as you get older, you realize this when you're young, you're fucking stupid and don't know. But right. as you get older, you realize there's there's pivotal moments in your life. And I would say that that three years was collectively a very pivotal moment in my life. Right. Um, but as a on, a, on a, on a broad sense, right? So there's a lot of things that changed for me, uh, but on a really personal way, that when I was in Key West, I had an experience that was probably the single most important experience of my life. And this goes above marriage and childs and all that stuff. Um, it was Cedar class. I went to Cedar class. And I think I'm, I've told you this story before, but um, it was up in Norfolk. And uh, I was your class. When you go to this class, it's a mixture of classroom uh, learning right and then also um, some experiential stuff um, they require that you go to Al-Anon meetings they require that you go to AA meetings a certain number a week and so on just so you can experience what's going on and um, invariably the the uh, classroom gets divided into recovering folks and non-recovering folks far majority of these people were in recovery already and they were going to go bc dars at their respective units wherever they were in the, in the coast guard mm -hmm. so i was in the non-recovery group and uh, i've always been relatively pragmatic you know i'm not a, i'm not a drama guy i never have been and so <laughs> so they made us uh they made us go to our first um aa meeting and uh the next day we come into the class and the instructor's pacing back and forth up front like instructors do and says, um, yeah, who went to their AA meeting last night? A whole bunch of us raised our hands. <coughs> and he says, uh, anybody want to share their experience? I'm like, sure. <laughs> he says, okay, let's hear it. I said, I think it's a bunch of horse shit, man. These guys are just trading alcohol for cigarettes and coffee. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're sucking down coffee and cigarettes like there's no tomorrow. And man, the looks I got from around that room from the people in recovery, which of course it was an idiotic thing to say. Mm -hmm. And it was very indicative of my naivety mm -hmm. at this point. I was in class like three days, right? And I'm all opening my stupid ass mouth. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, the instructor was good. He handled it really well. He's like, well, that's a really common response. Um, and so he went on to talk about you know, whatever that some people use different coping mechanisms and so on. Right. Anyway. So, uh, <clears throat> I got pulled aside a couple of times after that by people in recovery with venomous attitudes, you know, about like, I don't know what I'm doing. What the hell am I doing here? That kind of stuff. You know, I just blew it off. It's fine. Whatever kind of 
um, resolved that I'm in the right, right? Because I saw with my own eyes, I saw, you know, what's happening. Anyway, so then we go to Al-Anon meetings, and then we go to like, I don't know, Cocaine Anonymous or something, and go through all through the class. And I, my attitude really hadn't changed at all. And then one of the things we were required to do was go to a commencement. And that's what they call it when you graduate out of the, the three or four week long-term inpatient program, right? So these people go through serious therapy, one-on-one as well as group therapy. Um, some of them have to go through detox and so on and so on. So I go to this commencement ceremony and I'm literally probably twiddling my thumbs thinking, what the hell am I doing here? I can't wait to get back to Key West and do whatever I had to do, right, with my fabulous life. And so people start coming up on stage. The the the, the uh, Whoever's presiding over this thing says, thanks for coming to the commencement, blah, blah, right? And then a few people, and these were all military people, right? So this was a Navy facility. So it was all military people that went through this treatment. And so a couple of young folks come up, uh, typical folks that you and I had talked to down Key West, uh, from wherever they were from. And they're like, oh, yeah, I want to thank my sponsor. I want to thank this person. And I've grown so much and learned so much since I've been here. Really, really stereotypical cookie cutter type stuff. And I'm bored, ready to go. And then this, this Navy lieutenant gets up. And he was the highest ranking guy that was there, which caught my attention at the time. Um and he goes into the same thing. He's like, well, first of all, uh, I want to thank the Navy for giving me a second chance and, and not just kicking me out. And, uh, and then I look and he's got wings. So he's a pilot. This is a, this is a Navy pilot. Even I don't care if you're flying P3s. If you're a Navy pilot, you're a badass. I know that training that those guys go through, and it's a lot. And um, so I, I, I kind of like start paying attention. And then this dude like starts to get personal and thanking uh all the people that had helped him and apologizing to all the people that he's heard along the way and all this stuff and he starts breaking down in tears and snot running down his nose and he's like literally like an emotional train wreck and he's fighting his way through this and people are trying to help him and he's pushing him off he wants to stand on his own and 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 confront this bullshit that he's had to deal with through with the world you know and it, it's like, it was weird, man. It was this, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like a spiritual kind of experience. Epiphany? Yeah, like an epiphany kind of a thing, right? But it was like time slowed down for, for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just recognized here, I'm looking at this raw human being, man. No, there's no masks left. There's no skin. This guy's like a, he's like a skinless human standing up there as vulnerable mm-hmm. as he could possibly be. He had no idea who was in the audience, right? This was no this was no act. This was no like, hey, let me try to keep my job, which is you and I had dealt with enough of that shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it, it's it just occurred to me at that moment in time, like, there's a different way to live your life. There's just a di- you don't have to have all of that baggage and all of that bullshit that most of us surround ourselves with. And I swear to you, Tony, from that, from that day forward, I've lived my life like, that's it, man. I'm not I'm not gonna like latch on to a bunch of that shit that's just not important because it's not important. Like, there's a couple of things that are important, right? Your friends, your family, your health, you know, some of that basic stuff. But integrity and, and honesty are, are right at the top of that list, and they don't get talked about enough. And so that literally changed me forever from that point forward and and uh, that's one of those things that i think is uh 
has come out of my time in Key West that I'm very, very grateful for because right. I, who knows what I, I know the rest of my family <laughs> and I know how I didn't come out. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was a, that was a good personal growth piece of, of the Key West. Story. Well, I will tell you, you know, and, and kind of going back to what I was saying before, it's very cool. Mm. Kind of like I was saying before that, uh, that, you know, we, we laugh about it. We have to kind of laugh, you know, mm. but there was a lot of stuff that happened with that, with, with all that kind of, because, you know, you know, the, the, a lot of people were kind of stripped raw mm. down there. You know what I mean? Right. So, and uh, it, was, it was kind of weird, you know what yeah. I mean? Especially because, well, and, and <laughs> I'm going to kind of jump maybe a little bit ahead. There's a lot of things like that I took from, because I grew up in uh, my bubble, my you know, in, mm. in, in Atlanta. And uh, we talked about this before and it's kind of full circle, like, like you know, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about, and I said, jumping around here. Uh, I know you mentioned that you went down there with your your now ex-wife and that kind of played out. I remember like the, the very first time I met you and I've told you this before. Yeah, this is funny. Yeah. The very first time I met you, I was like, Oh, this is Doug. And again, I, I, uh, I, I think a lot of it is uh, I saw a lot of similarities between us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I see those similarities, I'm kind of like, well, I know what kind of person I would like to end up with. Right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, this, vi- this vision of what I would expect, you know, cause I knew you were married. I wasn't. Yeah, we expect my wife to be. Yeah. Like, like, well, this yeah. is what I expect your wife to be. And then like when I met Shelly, I was like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I was, like, I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> I mean, again, nothing, nothing. I mean, there's a person for everyone, yeah, yeah. you know, or whatever, but, uh, or people end up with, but I, but I had this kind of idea of like, you know, you know, blonde, bubbly, you know, mm-hmm. super nice, super out, you know, very, very, uh, extroverted and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. She wasn't like that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I think it, I think I don't know when I told you that, but I was just kind of like when, but it, but it, there was a a gap that you know there wasn't like immediately met your wife and go like what the fuck yeah. I I remember like but there was also like a period like maybe like a, a year or so had gone by and I was kind of like and you'd mentioned Shelly and I was like ah you know I I uh, never uh, never really saw you with Shelly that's kind of mm. odd you know like you know just you don't see it's probably only spending all that damn time at your house because yeah, I don't want to go home with her probably yeah. You know, more time transpires, and then you end up like, uh, you end up like, and it was weird. You just like showed up at my house one day, and you're like, uh, I'm like, what's up? And this this was very Doug at the time. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, what's going on? Well, you know, I went to Kenny Rogers, got a chicken, blah blah blah. And also, I freaking left Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like like you know, there was no the, the only emotion you had was like fucking finally relief. Yes, there was like there was like honest to gosh, it's like oh my god, did you hear? Like, uh, you know, the Dodgers won the world. Series. Exactly. Or freaking, did you hear like, yeah. they just, they finally got freaking avocados at the freaking yeah. the grocery store or some shit. And you're like, yeah. And, uh, and you kind of went on a rant, right? You're kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, her and I were talking and, uh, and, uh, I was telling her, you know, like how I just did, couldn't deal with it anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then you, and I was just kind of like, I was, I think I was actually like playing video games Probably, while, you, yeah. while you were doing this. And then you said, I even told her that Tony freaking never even saw me. <laughs> you know, like you basically told her that like I had made the comment about how I never saw you two as a couple. You were like, I, even Tony said that we didn't belong That's together. validation, man. That fucking, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, that wasn't for general consumption, bro. My money is in the bank where she works. That was like, her response was like, I put money in the bank where she works. Nah, I she didn't her. like you anyways. Eh, whatever. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I only dealt with her one time at the bank. She actually helped me. Yeah. Uh, like the, the back in when the old ATM stole my money. Right. And, uh, 
and she was fine. I mean, again, she was. I didn't know. I mean, the relationship I had with her was not a friendship or anything like that. Though she was fine, but I thought that was so goddamn funny. You're like, I even told Tony said there was, that. Even Tony said that we did not belong together. He did not envision the fact that you and I should be even a relationship. He is exactly right. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was, but, uh, but that's funny. Anyway, yeah, yeah. The shit we did, man. But whatever. What, but with her, I mean, that just kind of was that always. And by the way, you got a very cool dog down there too. But hey, uh, which one was that? Was that uh, that oh. was Fang? I think it was Fang. Fang, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I liked Fang. Yeah, Fang was a cool dog. And, um, I can't remember. I think she kept Fang. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she kept Fang. Yeah. I think honestly, like I even asked about that, you were kind of like, "Fuck him." You know? <laughs> 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 you were ready. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was ready to dissolve myself of yeah. anything and anything that had to do. And it's weird, man. I, I honest to God, I don't know. Uh, that was a true, um, stupid kid doing stupid stuff story. I had no clue why I got married. I think it was, yeah, yeah no idea. I well, really, yeah, you're, I, I would tell you, honest, because because in, in uh, there's a there's some gap here. We're going through some stuff that we I wanted to cover, but but uh, but there was a period like where I was kind of headed out of Key West. And your life was kind of spiraling a little bit. Yeah. Like you had divorced her and you were, you know, with, uh, you, you had met your second wife at the time. Yeah. And yeah. We were dating already. Yeah. There was a very little gap between Shelly and her. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, I always justified that and I don't know, it is what it is, but, um, my relationship with Shelly was, I was, it was done for years. Right. Before we even got to yeah. Key West. Right. So, I, I mean, we were roommates if, at best, you know, right, and we right, didn't right. get along. So, yeah, she, like you said, she just wanted to get back to, uh, yeah. to, uh, but, to uh, our folks, yeah. but yeah, so, uh, other, uh, few, few things that you and I've talked about, a couple things, uh, that we've talked about in the past. Uh, one thing is we, we did a lot of road trips, like up to yeah. Keys, man. And, uh, because at the time, there was this pre Amazon, pre anything internet, right? Yeah. The internet just kind of started when, uh, when we were leaving Key West, 94, give or take. And, uh, and so if we wanted, and Key West didn't have a lot. Yeah, Key West had a, a Sears not. and a Kmart right. and, uh, and a grocery store. I don't remember what it was. Oh, also one thing I even forgot to put on here is the fact that you and I also uh, worked part-time at the pet store. We should have oh, talked yeah. about that too. That yeah. was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Remember, uh, uh, there was that, uh, God, I'm going to talk about that real quick. Yeah. Cause Tony was in love with this woman who I worked at the pet store. I still am. Yeah. What, what, was her, what was her name? Do you remember? Yeah, Cindy. Cindy. True love. Cindy. True love. Can't her name remember was Cindy. her name. No, yeah. well, it was Cindy. Yeah. Well, Cindy was uh, in Paris. Uh, sorry, Mel, if you're listening to this, but uh, no. Cindy in Paris, yeah, right? Paris, and you fucking hated Paris. Yeah, man. I did. Yeah, that was a scumbag. He was, but I didn't. I didn't hate Paris, but but Cindy was this a beautiful, yeah, but she so was. nice, and she was like a typical Florida girl, if you ask Super me. Super beautiful. Yeah, nice. really pretty, very like tan. You know, yeah. like that typical Florida. Girl, big, beautiful smile, very friendly, so, very nice, so sweet, yeah. and so you, beautiful. Tony, Tony definitely had some heartthrobs on yeah, that. Yeah, well, I think you, I think you, I, well, you, I liked her as well, no, yes, no doubt, again. but not like you. I mean, you oh, were, yeah. yeah, Tony was, yeah, dragging I mean, his tongue, which is, I, hey, man. Hey, no judgment, dude. dude. No, yeah, no she was gorgeous. Well, I, yeah. And again, I didn't hate Paris, but uh, Paris definitely, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was, he got, what do you call it? Uh, he traded up. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean yeah. she was she was way out of his. I league. think that's one of the reasons I didn't like him because I like yeah, he Appreciate didn't deserve he her. There, bro. Yeah, yeah, he didn't deserve her and he didn't treat her very well. Yeah, and there was Michael there. And also I got real big into birds there too and fish. Yeah. 
Yeah. I got, and and a couple. Michael Michael was the owner or the manager of the pet store. Yeah. That was a, that was a great job. Great part time yeah. job. Yeah. I love I love it. Yeah. And I so, left there. You know, I don't know if you remember this, but I left there and then I went and worked at the at the record store across the mall. Uh, oh yeah, Across yeah. the mall. I forget what what, what records were uh, you remember that? It wasn't Spencer's. It was one. I don't remember. Something like that. It was but, it was uh, a chain, but it yeah, was, it was a chain. Yeah. Yeah, um, but you and I got crazy in the. I mean, you were already. I think both of us were crazy in the music, man. Yeah. We were buying CDs like crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I had uh, money. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but the pet store and 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 yeah, I, I hung out with them some. They were great. Cindy, Cindy hmm. and uh, and and him. And we're naming names. Sorry, but not very unlikely either one was ever going to yeah. hear this. But uh, but uh, but yeah, and uh, I got into birds. My wife at the time, uh, and we hadn't talked about her at all. My f- first wife, I met her in Key West. We weren't married at the time. She ended up getting orders to uh, to uh, Loran Station. Left one person, came back a different person. Same, and it's funny because again, we t- you and I talk a lot about what kind of what what our what our friendship is founded on, and some of it is the fact that we have very similar experiences, not by choice, it's just right. the way it is, right? right. And uh, and so I did the same shit, dumb stuff. Should never have married her. I'm glad right. I did because it got me to where I am now. Right, but, right, right. But uh, but same thing, loveless marriage, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. But she had got she had a bird uh, that she'd gotten in, in uh, actually in Alaska, believe it or not, a parrot uh, cockatoo, hmm. and so I to to kind of respond. To that, I bought a bird in 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 uh, in, in uh, Key West. See, did you get him as a hatchling? She, uh, yes, Peavy. Yeah, Peavy. Yeah, yeah, she. And and I and well, again, life regrets, man. Mm. Uh, I and when we ended up getting divorced, I left the birds with Mel uh, with the Melanie. God. Oh, well, edit that shit out. Yeah, Freudian slip. Uh, yeah. No, God, not at all. Not a Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, that was just a slip. I, I love my I love my wife, uh, but I left the birds with Kathy when I got the divorce, right? right. And. Uh, and uh, and so I, I regret that because I I loved PV PV I loved both mm-hmm. of them right. you know you want another one uh, you know I know you've got uh, you've yeah got yeah you want one I got one <laughs> all no, yours bro I'll uh, bring them over tomorrow do I want one yes <laughs> uh, am I going to get one no <laughs> no. Uh, no I I the, the, I love them I, if yeah. nobody's ever had but I honestly I don't know I, I don't it's the, my only problem is that they're they're too intelligent well and, and I think that that maybe the real problem is that I'm somewhat selfish because I don't have any problems feeding him and cleaning up after him and that kind of stuff, but it's never ending. He's bonded to me and I swear to God, I cannot walk from one room to the next without him following me. Right. He's like always, always right. And he sits on the sofa behind me and he scratches and he pecks and he hits me in the head. And I'm just like, dude, leave me alone for five seconds, man. And after he does it for so long, it's like, I can tolerate none of it anymore. I can't, I can't even have patience anymore. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Anybody with no experience with birds, understand that they are, they are for one, excruciatingly infectious. Yeah. Yes. They love love. Yes. They want to be loved. Yes. And they are extremely smart. Yep. They they so yeah, if you got no experience with a bird you want to try to get a finch. Yeah, and 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 uh, <laughs> they and they are they are uh, like the toddlers. They will yes. they will so that's what I used to say mine mine was like a 2-year-old uh, crack yeah. addict like yeah well changes his behavior in two seconds flat and you, you never know what the hell's going to yeah. come out. Yeah. And so that so I actually had a period in as far as the Key West period, because I had her in Key, I had PV in Key West, and I actually had to take her to Virginia because this is a whole other thing we're not going to get into. But mm. I moved my my ne- my next station was was in Yorktown, mm. and you know you're you're in this place where you get orders, and now you're kind of like okay, I got to make everything work. You get like six months or whatever, mm. and I, I took the bird up there and and left her with uh with Kathy, and then I came back to Florida, and when I came back like six months later, man, that bird was happier to see me by far than my wife. Yeah. like literally that bird. 
Bird was like losing her mind mm. just to be close to me again because right, she right. was bonded to me. So the fact that I, I left and, and when I ended up getting divorced from Kathy, I knew I could not have a bird. Right. Okay. Because I was going to be single again. Right. And you know you can't have a bird and yeah. and and start looking to get remarried. Right, you know what right. I mean or whatever. I knew that's where right. my life was going. Anyway, so uh, so that happened, and, and we got really big into fish tanks down there too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, saltwater tanks because you can like pull stuff all out of the ocean, and dump it in the tank. I never had success with that, but uh, yeah, I did with uh, with enemies and some fish. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I would have done that uh, again, and we actually Doug and I were like putting rocks in there. We remember we went to that quarry and mm-hmm. stole rocks. Yeah, and we were always driving up to Miami, and that was pretty freaking yep. cool. Buying games for the Sega. Yep. The one game we got into was Road Rash. We played Road Rash. We like played crazy. a lot of Road Rash and Sonic. Lot. We played Sonic. A lot of Sonic. Yep. Yeah, and, and and Doug would come over, and I had roommates. The house was, you know, uh, you know, uh, there was uh, there there was there was a one guy. He was an MK. Uh, I remember his name now, but I won't say it. And he uh, he he uh, ended up getting married, but he also got like another girl pregnant, and uh, and that was a real crazy thing. Yeah, sounds like U.S. Yep, exactly. And then uh, I got another guy. His name was also Tony, and uh, and he ended up moving out. And then I ended up with Everett. I mean, Everett yeah. was for a while. Yeah, he was fun. He was fun. He's a good guy. And uh, I I still occasionally like you know get a Merry Christmas text from Everett. And, okay, uh, cool. And. Uh, so I played tons of Sonic and tons of tons of Road Rash. <laughs> One of the funny ass stories I've ever about driving up the oh uh, we we went up there to get the remember we went up there to get the weight equipment for Dwayne. yeah in Jacksonville we went yes. to Jacksonville yeah we drove all from the way up, Key West we drove all the way up there they gave they gave us a steak bed yeah truck and to go uh, pick up some gym equipment yep. And yep. then we just happened to find that there was a fish store nearby. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. So we bought fish in Jacksonville. Yes. Had the guy pump in extra oxygen yes. to the plastic bag. Yep. They did Carried that. them all the way back down to Key West. You also remember? Yes. Mine survived. I bought yeah, the rass. Yeah, yes. The rass. Well, you remember also we joined, we signed up for that uh, club. Remember there was a club that would oh, actually yeah. mail you fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and part of signing up for the club uh, was that you uh, they give you a, a fish encyclopedia. Yeah, still got it. Do you? I I, I can't remember. If I got mine. I've moved so many times between then and now. Well, I can't it, remember. Well, Melanie uh, recently was like we, we were getting rid of books, and she put that in the the, the donation pile, and I pulled it out, mm. and she was like, well, "What the fuck?" And yeah. I'm kind of like, "I shouldn't say that," but that was her kind of her attitude. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, "I understand," and she's not wrong. Yeah. But I, but I was kind of like, "I want uh, the book." I kind of want the book. Yeah. You know, kind of this book has some has some. Uh, some memories to it, you know, and uh, uh, so they sent you, so you ordered fish and you get like fifteen fish, yeah. and uh, I think all those they didn't do great, but yeah. uh, but they gave you a fish encyclopedia. It was very mm-hmm. cool, yeah. and uh, and yeah, but remember <laughs> that, and then uh, okay, we, lived, real quick. we lived through Hurricane Andrew, yes, and, and we drove up one time <clears throat> after Hurricane Andrew, and that yeah. was crazy. That was a nuts man. Yeah, that I always tell the story. I've told the story many times. I remember you and I drive because we took my Camaro uh-huh. and uh, cranking up Boston. Yeah, <laughs> we were jamming Boston on the way up. But um, <clears throat> I remember driving when you when we get past when you start going north out of Key West, and you go about halfway, you hit Marathon, about three quarters of the way, you hit Isla Mirada. Yep. And all of that was relatively normal. Mm-hmm. And then between Isla Mirada and Homestead, there there wasn't a lot. There was just a, a few things. But we started seeing like uh, trees leaning a little bit, yeah. and 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 uh, power poles leaning a little bit. And then we drive a little further, and then they were leaning a little further, and then. Just before we got to Homestead, some of them were actually snapped and broken. And then we rounded that corner into Homestead, and it was like a freaking war zone, man. I mean, I had made that drive so many times because my parents lived up there. 
and there was a there was a restaurant with this big ass pirate ship in a fake lagoon, mm-hmm. and that was gone. The trailer park gone. It was just like gone. Right. And then remember, you could see right through the Holiday Inn. I do remember yeah. that. You, you that was driving shocking. on the freeway. You could literally see straight through the Holiday Inn. All yep. the yeah. Yeah, and 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 uh, <coughs> Homestead was an Air Force base, a big Air Force base. Yeah, that was. Uh, that you know, we sent people to for medical care. Yep. We did all kinds, and uh, after Andrew hit it, they just closed it. I think it's like an Air National Guard station now. Oh, That's no it. Kidding. Yeah. So, hmm. but uh, but they just closed it. Hmm. They were done. That, I mean, it was so devastated they just bracked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And too uh, much to rebuild. Yeah, that was crazy. And and and, and uh, we still had water, but Key West was was without power. Without power for yeah. like a long time. Yeah. Or phones. Yeah. And we That's were, why we went up there to call everybody's parents. Yes. Right, from my dad's house. Yes, that was one thing we did. We had to do a couple things. Yeah. And uh, but uh, I say okay, so you can kill me if you want, but this story always cracks <laughs> me up. There was one time, we, and we did a few of these. I remember one time I spit the gum in the fur coat. Remember that? Oh yes. Dude, we were walking through the mall and I was blowing a bubble. There's a woman in front of me, like in this expensive mall in Miami, and I was blowing a bubble and I spit the gum out of this lane right in this fur coat. And we were like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> detour, detour. Yeah, I know. Like, if, it's fa- if it was real fur, she did yeah, it. But, uh, but the other thing, we were in that mall, and uh, I remember I, like my ex wife. Uh, had gotten glamour shots for me, and there's a glamour shots. Remember this? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally remember. Yeah, I still got the pictures. I do too. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, Doug, man, I don't know what the hell we were thinking. I don't know, man. I don't I, even know. I, okay, so I'm going to let you off the hook because I really actually don't know whose idea this was. I don't either. But we were both in. We were both in. We jumped in. We were full, full board. We're yeah. like, let's get glamour shots. It was like 50 bucks too, wasn't it? It wasn't cheap for yeah. us. Yeah, for us back in the day. Yeah, so they get, they. I still have the photos. I, I looked at them the other day. Yeah, I they haven't looked not, at mine that time. They're yeah. not the thumbnail for this. They no, are not. No. They so, should, we should totally embarrass ourselves and put them we up We should, man. Because my cowboy hat well, shot is a classic. You didn't keep the cowboy hat, did you? I don't have the hat. That was a loner. I know. No, no. What I mean is, what I mean is you didn't, they, they told you what pictures to pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you pick a cowboy hat? Shot? No, no, but okay. I think it comes in like the proof, you know, yes. you get the you get the proof, yeah. Because it was Scott. Oh, that, hell yeah, dude. That ruined me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, put, because it, by the way, glamour shots are for chicks because they can do makeup and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they just put a couple of pancakes. It looks just like me yeah. in clothes I would never wear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. they're, they're not, they're fine. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're stupid. Yeah. They're, it, at the very least, they're stupid. But it was funny because they're like telling you, well, put on this, put on that, you know, put yeah. on a bolo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and what well, a bolo, what's that thing called? You know, I think it is a bolo. Yeah, I, bolo. Yeah. It is, yeah. And with Doug, they're like, hey, put on this hat. Put on this cowboy hat. Put on this it's cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. I'm not joking. It's a cowboy hat, like an eight-year-old. Yeah. I remember like, I look at Doug and I go, don't put on the cowboy hat. You lie, you bitch. You didn't say that. You just looked and laughed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was the funniest fucking picture. <laughs> it's like one of those, you know, you've seen those internet pictures of, of kids that look stupid for their senior photo. That's what I was like. Dude, dude, that picture could be a meme. I was just like, yeah. oh, oh, no, like you know what? Screw oh it, dude. Stick it on the internet. I'll, I'll meme it. I don't care. Dude, it was, but the hat was so small for your head. It was just this tiny little cowboy hat. And it was, was kind of like, and I remember standing out front there, like, because everybody getting the pictures they're cycling they're cycling the photos as you're getting there they're so proud of what their, yeah. their product is and then when that cowboy hat picture came and i was like oh my fucking god oh, jesus christ please jesus oh i thought i was Call gonna good die. Morning, america <laughs> i was gonna die i was like, 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah. that killed me. And we even buy them. They were expensive. Yeah, we yeah. buy the glamour yeah. shots and uh but they weren't I don't know, they weren't great. I mean yeah, they're whatever. fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh you something know. to do, right? Yeah, well that was it. Well, the thing. You, uh, was it is you was it you? Yeah, it was you. Uh, we stopped at the uh, at the palm reader. On oh, the way that, up. that was me. Yeah, yeah. The fortune so, teller. Yeah, the fortune teller. So we go in. We this is in the middle of the, the keys, you know. Yes. And we pass this thing every time we drove by. So that's it. We're going. That's true. So, I forgot about yeah. that. So we went one at a time. We both. It was just me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get back in the car and we're driving off. And Tony looks over. He's like, "So what'd she tell you?" And I said, "Fuck whatever she told me. She she told me the same fucking thing." Well, and no. I, Hey, respect to you, okay? Because because I well, for one, she was it was a it was a grift, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, but I, but I was young, so she was yeah. like, hey, you know, she told me, and, and of course, she it's a, it's all it's a grift. She knows yeah. what, exactly what to say. Yeah, of course she does. And, and, and so I kind of bought into it. I was kind of like, uh, no, this is what happened. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, you know, she told me this and that and this and that, and you were like, yeah, all that stuff is bullshit. You basically <laughs> were like, yeah, none of that shit is just a. You literally said. <laughs> Everything she said was a load of fucking shit. Is uh-huh. what you told me, and uh-huh. I was kind of like, "Do you really think so?" And you're like, "Yes, Tony, uh-huh. it's all garbage." And I was kind of like, and I was kind of like, "Huh?" And, but I was because I was in, you know. And yeah. you were, and you were like, "Dude, don't believe anything she just she, all that stuff's a lie." And that was kind of, and I don't remember your exact words, but you were kind of like, you were, you didn't was, buy into any of it. But I, but I went as well, and she told me the same thing she told yes, you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but even then, I mean, even you were still like. Like, but it was funny to me because you, because yeah. I, because I, I, I was more, I was more of a freaking uh, willing to believe. Yeah. And you, yeah. and you were like, I was like yeah, no. no, dude, no, yeah. that's stupid. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we did that. We drove up to Miami, like, a, like probably like once every month or so just yeah. to, just to go up there. Do stuff, yeah. Well, honestly, I wanted to, I was always trying to buy video cartridges yeah. and they just didn't, Sears yeah. had them, but it was Sears for Christ's yeah. sakes. Yeah. But, uh, but that was the thing in Key West anyway, is you were always, you know, people are like, like, like my friend I was talking about earlier being like, Hey, what's there to do in Key West? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you drink, I, I learned how to dive in, I mean, me and, me and uh, Kathy learned how to dive and, mm-hmm. and I dove very little, but I did learn how to dive. Uh, went fishing with, remember Tony Summerlin? He oh was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Another cook. Yep. He was, he was stable. He was, yeah. I was a neat guy. He's a Texan. Yes. Yeah. He was, he was stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, married. Yeah. Lived on Sigsby. Yeah. Yeah. We we're talking about Sigsby earlier. Uh, I, there was there was a Coast Guard guy whose wife killed herself on Sigsby. Yeah, I lived three doors down from me. Yep, that happened. Yep. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty fucked up story. Yep. And uh, and uh, you know that, but you talk about the whole wife swapping stuff. That was part of that. Yep. And uh, but yeah, get me back on the galley for a second because I I, uh, I will put a disclaimer on this video on this podcast. I swear to God, all day long. But wow. Doug talked about the mess cooks. And how uh, and how yeah, yeah, Louis, okay, cover your ears. Yes, if you want to be offended, this is where you need to turn this off. Yeah, and uh, and, I, and I don't know. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably going to pull back a little bit, but well, let, let me throw some let me throw some some background here real quick. Yeah. Okay, so Please. Louis Louis was born and raised in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what he did in his youth. By the time I met him and he worked at the galley, he was probably 60 years old, 65 even yeah. maybe, yep. something like that. Uh, gregarious loud funny everybody loved him everybody knew him he would do stuff like not and again his job was to do the dishes and and mop the floors and stuff right but um he was so personable that he ended up doing stuff like we would want to have a cuban uh style pig roast 
Mm-hmm. And he would literally bring all the stuff. And he brought this damn, this box that was lined in, in uh, metal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would roast the pig in that thing and cover it in, in um, banana leaves and all of that and have this amazing roasted pig uh, for the whole crew. The, all, everybody on the base could come and have some. And he did, he, I mean, immense amount of work uh, that he put into this um, for no extra money. He just did it because he, he was a nice guy. But um, a colorful character for sure. And he had some interesting yeah. stories about growing up well, in, in Cuba. And I think that's where yeah, Tony no. was going. Once Doug started working over there and I started hanging with some of the, the I just gravitated towards the, and they was in the same building too. Yeah, we were only a couple doors apart like, from like, each other. Yeah, yeah, we were very right close. Down the hall. And, yeah, the very small building. The galley was right there, so so I get my work done, and uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened down there, you know. But uh, but uh, but I, I, a lot of times I just gravitate over there around ten o'clock. I think it was after sick call. A lot of times I'd go over mm, there, and yeah, call yeah, come and, and get a coffee, get or coffee, whatever, yeah. and and usually there would be whoever was on because you you uh, you were rarely in the rotation. You were kind of more yeah, jack, I was jack, supervisor, yeah, yeah, jack of the dust and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, right? And so you were always there. But, yep. uh, you know, so you were kind of like the nine to five and whoever the cook of the day, whoever's on the rotation and then the mess cooks and some, that was pretty much it. Right. And then we'd all sit on the mess deck in between like breakfast and lunch and we just sit around and tell stories. Right. And usually it was, it was always just all kind of this, you know, guy, yeah, we're laughing and having a good time. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, and one time I can't remember what it was. We were just talking about being kids. Right. We we're talking about, they we were telling funny stories like yeah, yeah, Claude fights yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, Pretty tame stuff, right? Mm. But, you know, that whole thing, like, yeah, I remember, like, one time, you know, I fell in a muddy hole, and everybody laughed, you know? Ha-ha. And so it's going around the table, and all of a sudden it gets to Louie, right? And and here's where you need to turn it off, okay, if you don't want to hear this, okay? So Louie just starts telling stories, and and, and, he, and by the way, he very thick Cuban accent, yeah. right? And yeah. so he's like, oh, so me and my friends, uh, we used to fuck chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, What? So, yeah, mic drop moment. Yeah, so and, and, and everybody starts laughing, but except for Louie, right? Yeah. And so he goes off on this long, I mean, a pretty long story. Yeah. About I chicken. think he used to chase chickens and, yeah. yeah. About, about, well, he grew up in a farm, about, I guess, and whatever. Yeah, about assaulting chickens, right? Yes, yes. So anyway, like, Louie is just cracking up, man. Uh, <laughs> He's like cracking up. All the rest of us are just kind of staring at like, the floor. Uh, I know. But I'm thinking, I just wanted to talk about falling in a mud puddle yeah, yeah exactly and, and it goes on for a while and then suddenly he's like uh he gets done and uh, and we're like all right well i'm gonna go back over to the clinic see you later <laughs> but louie golly yeah, that, he loved that to, story to this day oh, did he tell it more than once oh yeah it's louie i guess but man you he, think he did he tell you about the goats and the sheep and everything else <laughs> read the room bro nah he's louie he was he was one of a kind that guy but and what ended up happening for us definitely like you ended up like like uh, i left a little bit before you did mm. and uh, and then like i said you went on uh from there after you left key west where'd you go from key west key west i went to uh recruiting oh did you in fresno yep and you and you were you uh, how how soon after you because you because again you divorced so, Shelley and then you ended up of course well, like when you ended up in the relationship with your second wife that kind of I think in a way you know not that it devastated our friendship but that was where your focus was yeah yeah of course um, but no I was um, I was I made first class mm-hmm, you did and, yeah. and I knew that I was going to go uh, I knew I was going to get underway. And the only other alternative was to go into recruiting. I think there was a couple other alternatives, but uh, oh, right. company commander or something like that. And I don't want to do that. Um, so I just reached out 
uh, to the to the folks who run the recruiting stuff. Right. And they they um, said, yeah, you can do an interview. So I went up, drove up to Miami, and did an interview with a chief uh, recruiter up there. Really yeah. nice. She was great. We got along good, and she highly recommended me. And so they picked me for recruiting, and that's when I went out to to Fresno. Gotcha. Yeah. For me, uh, like I said, I had met my first wife down there. She had gone to uh, to Loran Station. Mm. Came back different. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happened, mm. you know, but I, I don't know what actually happened at the Loran Station, but I flew up to Seattle to meet her, and it was just all a very weird Get thing. all weird, it yeah. It got weird, yeah. yeah but, but just kind of like you were talking about Shelly, prime example, is like I should have freaking pulled back on that pretty hard, just said, mm. okay, this isn't going to work, but right. I'd committed, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, And so I came back down, and I was kind of married, but geo bachelor yeah i think where it's kind of weird when things have really kind of changed for me in key west is uh and it's and it was very it's very outside very extrinsic uh that there was i remember i had gone up gone to like atlanta because that's where my family was at the time like my my mom and dad and i'd come back from that i remember driving down the keys and uh and by the way that's just a very i forget how many miles it's like it's a 150 something like that yeah, yeah. definitely so i was driving down and, and the day it was like like the, the and you kind of even mentioned this with the with the with the migration is that the water around there isn't super rough. You know what I mean? You don't get mm. a lot of heavy seas. But I remember like driving because you drive across a lot of water when you're driving down, and there was it was just like crazy rough, man. I mean, like mm. it was like it was choppy, which is mm. every time people we we, we talked in, during other podcasts about heavy seas. There's like heavy seas where they're rolling, and then there's heavy seas where it's choppy, yeah, wind wind based chop. Yeah, 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 and and that sucks by the yes. way, especially if you're in a small boat. And uh, anyway, I remember driving down the Keys thinking, geez, Louise, this is a crazy day, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, and But the sun was out, but it was just bad weather. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, at that time, I didn't know about this, but a few Coasties had gone out to go fishing, and uh, and the boat had overturned, and none of them made it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that being, you know, it's definitely not about me by any stretch of the imagination. It was extremely tragic, mm-hmm. right? And uh, But I remember that being kind of a turning point moment for me about the keys like like it uh it was no longer uh, it just wasn't it was i just wanted it's lost yeah i really wanted to go yeah like i like I, to, to know people that had died that way uh they and none of them were i wasn't close to any of them or anything mm, like that mm. but uh but to have them ha- have that happen to them i was like I, I, it's, it's time i'm yeah. time to go you know and i remember like god i remember like i think about other thing i remember there's like a uh just Man, being a, a really naive youth during that time, mm-hmm. and leaving there, and then uh, and then kind of just it, it changed. You yeah, know? So I'm always the same person, but but, uh, but yeah, but life definitely took a different direction after Key West. Okay, yeah. it's just part of it was the, the the experiences that we went through down there, and the people. Uh, you know, a lot of personal growth, a lot of personal sacrifice, a lot of personal yep. gain. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a definitely a very a much pivotal. Very much, you know, like, because when I was on the ship, I was very closely, you know, not, not, you know, not that I was like in prison, but like, you know, I had, I had the, the BMC and the crew and I was very surrounded by, I was very uh, cloistered or very, mm-hmm. you know, a cloistered sounds like I was a nun. Uh, <laughs> I def I had like, you know, there, there were, there were things that kept me in, kept me in play. And mm-hmm. I felt like the, the, the key, key West was like the first time it was ever like, you're on your own, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you know, work-wise and personal life-wise, you're on your own. You got to make it on your own. And that's all very much retrospective. Uh, but uh, but that was it, you know. And then when I left there, of course, from there, you said you went to recruit. I went to uh, 
tracing reserve trace in uh, mm, Yorktown. Yorktown yeah. yeah, and I was at a big clinic, and 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 life took another shift there, you know. Uh, but uh, but and I went to be up there with my my first wife, right? Mm. And uh, but God, yeah, man, it's crazy. Yep, fucking crazy. So. Anyway, uh, well, we didn't finish with a funny story. Anything, yeah. Anything, anything funny you can think of before we... That, by the way, this is definitely going to be a two-parter. Holy crap. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we yeah. talked a lot. We're over um, two hours in. Uh, last funny story? No. I know what you're dude. I don't know. I, I know I, when we went to Jacksonville, I, you, you always busted my chops for almost exposing myself to a bunch of Yeah, bunch of we were driving school. to a school zone. I was changing. And it's like elementary school, nonetheless. And this yeah, knucklehead's was, changing clothes and flashing his cojones out there I, to the I, little kids. I, cojones never, like, cojones never came into the... We're going to get arrested. <laughs> I wasn't free Driving in a government, <laughs> government-issued state <laughs> truck. <laughs> I was a free ball in it. I had to wear it, but again, oh, I was okay. uh, tidy whiteies. Yeah, everybody had tidy whiteies. So, uh, uh, all right. With that said, uh, that's another Coast Guard right. one. Uh, so, yeah, done. if that doesn't inspire you to go visit Key West, nothing ever will. You know, I love the idea of us going down to Key West. Yeah. No, because again, last time I went down there, it was a little bit of a anticlimactic thing. But I, but, uh, but because I, uh, you know, if we go down there, Tony, though, we're going to be like a couple of them old dudes to go back to Omaha Beach and like, oh, you remember this over here? That almost happened. Yeah. I was real careful yeah. not to. Yeah, because you and I are going to be like that if we go. Well, down. again, there was Truman and Trumbo. We were mm. on Trumbo, mm. and I and and you know, I drove on base. No, that's changed. And then I drove through. I think the Coast Guard now had like a uh, a guard shack. I wear the Coast Guard. Huh. But, and so as I was driving through there, yeah, it's tempting yeah. to be like, I used to be stationed here in 1991. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, but I didn't. You yeah. know what I mean? I was just, you know, I just kept my, I kept all that shit tucked in. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think, I think my wife and my stepmom, my stepmother-in-law, I guess, mm. uh, was, were, were there more like, yeah, let's get a picture of you in front of the yeah. 270. I'm thinking, no, we're not <laughs> doing that. You know, because, because I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that freaking guy. Yeah. And also, honestly, uh, you know, to us talking about the Coast Guard makes me somewhat nostalgic. Yeah. Seeing the Coast Guard yeah, now doesn't make thing. me yeah. nostalgic no. at all. I don't totally. feel... Yeah, it's a different world. A different world, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's end it there. So Thanks th- for enduring the torture. I hope, hope people enjoyed it, and thanks for listening. You have a great day. Has anyone seen our induction invitation in the podcast? <laughs> Into the podcast Hall of Fame. Hmm. <laughs> it must have gotten lost in the mountain. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. As always, it means a ton to both me and Doug that you took time to listen to our show. We enjoy making these things, but we get a massive kick out of knowing we have a few friends hearing what we have to say. This is about the fourth outro I've done, so let's keep it short. Please subscribe, share, and if you like what you're hearing, give us a top-notch five-star review. Finally, feel free to email us, Facebook message us, or tweet at us. We love feedback and criticism, as long as it's constructive, and we're always interested in new show ideas. Well, that's all I have for now. The shows will keep coming, I promise you that. Thanks again for hanging out with me and all of us at Analog Spectrum. We'll see you again soon.